show for you today. I'll be reviewing an egg cup I found and Fog will be doing his new segment, Foggy Minds, a, a live therapy session. Uh, we've got live music from a brand new a cappella group called Stockholm Syndrome. Uh, they'll be singing songs from their new album, uh, Trapped in the Studio. Yes, and on top of that, we have a call-in. The question we'll be asking is, is certain death really worse than outstaying your welcome? And a little later on, we have a competition for you all. But first of all, here's the news. Two mysterious mysteries plaguing the town have been solved. Due to the efforts of Lois Spittle's prestigious cryptozoologist Burdock Gnomes, the mystery of the missing residents and the horror of the great Peaky Flapper are resolved. Him? He didn't do anything. Just flapped his jaw and waved a magnifying glass around. Where was he at the crunch, Dave? We solved that mystery and he got the dosh. I'm surprised you can remember anything at all, Fog, after you necked three bottles of wine. Burdock Gnomes is a fine gentleman and very cleverly solved that mystery. Uh, if you're listening, Mr Gnomes, thank you once again. Ugh, I don't know why you lick that man's ass so much, Dave. He dragged two innocent members of the press into the gaping moor of danger and left us to fend for ourselves in what could have been a pit of slavering hell beasts. He didn't have a clue what was going on. I just feel, Fog, that a gentleman with skills such as Mr Gnomes is, you know, catching and taking away giant monsters should be lauded with praise, uh, in case he might feel inclined to help someone who might be in need. What do you mean, Dave? Oh, yes, yes, uh, gnomes, yes, fine gentlemen, fine gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Close the blinds! Close the blinds! Uh, I've got the sun in my eyes. Uh, everything's fine, listeners. Oh, do stop panicking, Dave, and uh, get down under the table with me. Yes, yeah, uh, yes, folks, the mystery that we solved. The missing residents were apparently a bunch of mushroom munchers and suffered the loss of their mutations. This led them to hide away from the rest of the world because they were, frankly, disgusting and in danger of radiation poisoning. Uh, uh, the beaky flappers that had the entire town in turmoil were, in fact, these unfortunate victims of retrogenesis. Uh, at least that's what it says here. Uh, anyway, the monstrous appearance of these people was, in fact, a disguise. Oh. Oh. Shush! Firstly, to protect against the environment, and secondly, to disguise their identities and scare off anyone who would take the piss. Well, it didn't work, did it? Anyway, listeners, we found them in the old Pumpkin Day temple, sheltering from society. In any case, Dr. Sally Sassage cooked up some mutagen she stole from the princess and cured them. The end. But how? How did it happen? <laughs> Gaia's gorilla, Chris Packett. Gorilla? Is he? Oh, I never realised. His knuckles are so clean. Ugh, no, Dave. Gorilla. Gaia's gorilla. Oh, I see. Who's Gaia? Oh, never mind. Chris Packett was there and had this to say on the matter. Don't eat the mushrooms. They are very bad for you. We at the Mutants for Ethical Animal Treatment, Lower Spittle's very own organised animal welfare committee, have been investigating the mushrooms meticulously. And we have discovered that they are the most dangerous organic substance we've ever encountered. Victims have been losing their mutations left, right and centre. Yes, all parts of their bodies, forcing them to go into hiding. I'm glad to say that the message is getting out there and there is a growing grassroots movement against the evil corporate monsters who are pushing this dangerous product onto the market. Our lawyers have advised against mentioning the name of the perpetrators live on air, but I'd just like to say, as an aside, that Harry Hedfund is a bastard. 
Following the events of last week, campaigners have been protesting outside the Spore Tech factory, demanding that something be done. Whatever that is. Harry Hedgefund remains unavailable for comment, but a spokesman from his company told us to, and I quote, piss off back to wherever we came from, which we promptly did. In other news, a new ancient monument has been opened in Lois Middle. The Baron's Cultural Appropriation Snatch Squad was sent out into the wastes a couple of months ago to bring back some culture to Lois Middle. That bloody stupid idea. We have all the culture we need here, embodied within. Fog, that's treason. Anyway, they found a marvellous statue in the very centre of Longdong of an ancient man famous for fighting dinosauruses with his bare chest. With his bare chest? I presume he stabbed them with his nipples. Or something. Anyway, our brave squad liberated the reclining monument of the heroic Jeff Goldbum and relocated it to its new home in the town square. Yes, the market stall holders are up in arms as the statue is currently taking up most of the square, leaving little room for their trinket and knick-knack stalls. They should be like me and sell direct. Now everyone is just a radio call away from an Illuminatus by Foglamp branded tea cosy hat. Fog, a story. Oh, fine. Anyway, the Snatch Squad are refusing to relocate the statue until they are paid. We tried to interview the people responsible for this, but this is all we got. It's an exclusive heated exchange between the Lois Bittle Museum curators and the Cultural Appropriation Snatch Squad. The following conversation was recorded live. I had to disguise my microphone as a telescope. I can't put my stall up. The dunk owls have backed up along the whole street. I'm trying to have a bath and all I can see is this bloody great statue looking in the window. Let me through, out of the way. I can't see what's happening. Or what, even with your telescope? Shut up. Excuse me, excuse me. Ow. Can you two gentlemen tell me what the hell is going on? What is this statue doing here? What's going on? What's going on? Me and my crew are hired to do a job. We've done a job and this geezer is refusing to pay us. So this statue stays here till we get paid. Oh, we never asked for this. We wanted tiny trinkets and things one could carry. Perhaps something one could discover in the fields around Lower Spittle. We can hardly pretend that this has only recently been uncovered. Look at it. It's enormous. Not my problem, mate. Not here in a contract. Items of crowd-pleasing antiquity and beauty to be delivered to Lower Spittle for uh, reimagining as of local origin. No one said how big they should be. But, but how are we supposed to fit this in the museum? It's bigger than the building. Again, not my problem. You wanted culture, we went and got some culture, and now here it is. Culture. But, but, but why? Why this? Why didn't you just get some crowns or something? Oh, look at him. Jeff Goldbum. Bloody beautiful. Brings a tear to my eye. Oh, the Baron's going to be so upset. You can view the new ancient statue of Lois Spittle's favourite dinosaurus destroyer in the town square, where it will be until the Cultural Appropriation Snatch Squad gets paid. Right, let's get on with the show. It's time to welcome Stockholm Syndrome, the new a cappella group that I've been training. Let's introduce our performers. Dave? Uh, first up, we have... Um, I'm Plumber. Oh, a plumber. Uh, what's your name? Uh, no, my name is Plumber. But I'm a baker. Oh, yes. Uh, what about you? My name's Gasman Sparks. And what do you do, milkman? Uh, and you, sir? Well, you've been your postman for three years and I've been stuck with you in the studio for a week and you don't even know my name. Oh, of course I know your name. It's uh, Baron's Mail. Oh, that's just the logo on me jacket, you moron. I'm Gardner. Oh, this is so confusing. <laughs> oh, f Look, this is taking too long. 
The other three are Tinker the Butcher, Taylor the Baker, and Soldier the Candlestick Maker. There we go. No, I'm not. I'm the... Shut up. For their debut performance, Stockholm Syndrome will be performing All Things Bright and Beautiful, a cult classic. <gasps> An occult classic? Ooh, how edgy. A one, a two, a one, two, three, All three, four. Oh. Start singing. All things bright and beautiful, all creatures. No, no, no. What have I taught you? Open your larynx. No, no, this will not do at all. This is my name you're besmirching. Right, we'll start again, but this time follow my lead. A one. All things bright and beautiful, all creatures great and small. Brilliant! Beautiful! Now let's go through the whole thing. No, no, I can't do this. I never wanted to be a singer. If anyone can hear me, help! Help! I've been trapped here for two days. They won't let me leave. I'm still my family. I'm trapped. No, he's right. We've been trapped by a roving scriven. It won't let us leave. We've been here for a week. Oh, he's only supposed to deliver an inflatable lady. I thanked you, didn't I? Oh, we've all come here to deliver things to these two morons and got chased inside by that slavering beast. These two promised to pay us all a hundred tins each just to keep quiet. That's enough. Well, I don't care about the beans anymore. I just want to go home. Yeah, me too, mate. I miss me pet marrow. I don't care about the beans, neither. <laughs> well, that's just as well, because we don't have any. Oh. You, you lying, lying bastards. bastards. All right, all right. We'll come clean. Oh, listeners, uh, we have a confession to make. Uh, due to circumstances beyond our control, a live scriven is currently circling the Gamma Radio Studios. It's been chasing anyone who's dead approached the building, and it won't let them leave. We've all been trapped for days. Nasty business, boys. I was hoping it'd be gone by the time I got back. Good pasties down in the market today, by the way, lads. I've got some donuts too, and some clean underpants for all you guests. Uh, uh, wait a minute. What do you mean you've brought donuts and clean underpants? Where on earth are my clean underpants? Oh, thank you, Albert. You've been a lifesaver. I don't know what we'd have done without you bringing donuts and pasties. We'd have probably... Wait a minute. Where have you been getting them? Uh, down the shops. You mean to say you've been going outside? Well, yeah. I've been climbing down old Sprouty's gob, down through the bunker and then out the back door. How have you been getting out? You colossal turd, Albert. We we haven't left at all. We've been stuck oh, here oh, for a whole oh, week. Oh, bloody hell. Oh, that's the last donut I'm getting you. You knew there was a secret way out all this time. Oh, I thought you knew as well. Wait, wait, it... ah! uh, oh, fog. Dave's got that look in his eye. Ah! Dave, Dave, stop it, stop it. We need him alive for the evening show. Albert's heinous deed is done. There's no point crying over mint silk. I'm sorry, listeners, for that outburst. I just couldn't contain my rage. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, little domestic, but uh, you're telling me there's a way out down that big green-edged gob? Uh, yeah, just go down and follow the corridor until you meet some hideously deformed abominations. They'll show you the way. Then um, exit through the gift shop. Finally, I can have Rumpy Pumpy once again. All aboard Fiddle Sprout Express. Next stop, Liberation. Oh, I can't wait to go home. Come on, lads. Ah! Geronimo! Ah! 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 
soggy bottoms. Well, great. That's my choir down the drain. Cheers, Albert. Yeah, thanks, Albert. Uh, don't mention it. Right then. Well, I suppose it's time for our first advert. The markets have crashed. <laughs> Property is plummeting. My treehouse. Inflation is out of control. Me bouncy castle's hard as iron. Dad, how do you put teeth back in? When the financial world is out of control, there's only one thing to do. Capitalise on disaster. Now is an ideal opportunity to invest in real estate. Due to an unprecedented number of business foreclosures, a large amount of property is now on the market. Here at Gelotine Estate Agents, we can help you start the business of your dreams in the property of your nightmares. Don't take my word for it. Here are some of the happy people we have helped over the past few weeks. I had a thriving pillow stuffing business, but apparently it's against health and safety rules to stuff them with unlicensed fluff. So they shut me down. But thanks to Gelotine's estate agents, I sold my business to them for a full quarter of what it's worth. Thanks, Gelotine. <laughs> when health and safety came knocking on the doors of my business, I thought I had all the right paperwork in order. But turns out having too many licenses constitutes a fire hazard. And I was rightly turfed out. Luckily, Gelotine made me an offer I couldn't refuse. Because I was starving. Dozens of empty properties are waiting for you right now. In the unlikely event that you aren't satisfied with any we have on offer, we can put in a quick call to Health and Safety today and ask them to visit an existing property for you. Gelotine Estate Agency. It's better to invest when the world's in a mess. Welcome back, listeners. We did plan to have uh, Fogg's new segment, Foggy Minds, in this section of the show, but um, <laughs> his patients have now vacated the premises. Bloody rude. Who am I going to therapise now? Uh, therapise? I'll be therapised. I've got a list of psychological issues that plague me, and I've been compiling them all week for you. Number one, nobody listens to me. No. Uh, how about you, Dave? Tell me about your childhood. No. Typical. My childhood? Uh, yeah, it was lovely, really. No complaints that I can think of. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? Yes, sunny days, fresh food. Everyone on the island was lovely. But no one ever played gutter turns with your shoes or anything? Nope. Or shoved a pigoose down your trousers so that when you sat down it laid a breakfast? Um, no. Really? Are you saying they never called you fatty back no trousers and made you eat worms? Or made to wear potato sacks and cover your face with wet lettuce whilst your own brother was centre stage at the family gatherings? He got all the attention, didn't he? Talentless weasel. A mother always gave him the best bit of the shoe and present day dinner. Bastard. Hmm. Uh, uh, how do you think this would have made me feel? Well, it would have made you feel isolated, dejected, rejected. And sad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how do you think I would have coped over the years? Well, if I'm any judge, you'd have covered up your various neuroses with an inflated sense of importance and a desire to be at the centre of attention of all times, because if you didn't, then you'd be reminded of how worthless and pathetic you really are. I see. Uh, well, thank you for giving me some great insight into how I could have been. Thank you, Dave. I'm glad I could help you with your... Mental weaknesses. <laughs> Maybe you'll be a better person from now on. Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you, Fog. By prick or stick, something wicked come by thumb. Eh? Uh, someone's coming up the path. Oh, no. We'd better warn them. 
Quick Fog, wave your warning flag. The, what warning flag? The one you wave every Friday night to keep people away. I'll have you know that's my Friday fun flag. It announces to all that my trousers are off and I'm open for visitors. It's party time. That's why I use my pants on a stick. Oh, well, we'll wave them out of the window, quick. It's too late. Uh, but they made it. Uh, quick, can you see who it is? <laughs> yes, it's health and safety. But how did they... <laughs> Are you okay? Were you hurt on the way in? How did you manage- Glass underfoot. Glass underfoot. Well, we were going to sweep up- Exposed wires. Exposed wires. They switched off, look. Oh, well, they usually are. Dead rats. Dead for a while. But those are my slippers. Yes, he wears them all the time. Uh, they just look a bit old and worn. But no, they are dead rats. The spines keep the shape nicely, you see. This will not do. Not do at all. Look, we're in the middle of a show here and... Uh, Multiple violations. Biological. Chemical. Well, I've never suffered from anything. Psychological. The order is given. Cease and desist. <gasps> you can't do that! We're a public service broadcaster! You can't shut us down! What will we do? This is absolutely ridiculous! You've got no right! We'll fight this all the way to... Uh, uh, where did you come from, anyway? We can assure you that... We are authorised. Oh, I know why you're here. It's our dirty little secret, isn't it? <sighs> How did you know? It's locked up in my safe. It's all in the past. I was acquitted! I come clean. Fetus sprout mutate from cactus. Not illegal. Is it? What are you talking about? They're here for the bloody great Scriven outside. No! Madame Butterfly, betrayed by Bellyman. We are not aware. Not aware. Of any Scriven. Most dangerous creature. Highly illegal. Without a license. Another reason. To shut you down. But a confession? Admittance of guilt. Perhaps contrition? Yes. Lighter sentence? For one, at least. Who? As you are the snitch. The filthy snitch gets the reward. Mr. Von Krampus may stay on air. Yes! In your face, Dave! What? I've been preparing for this day. Don't worry, Dave. I'm not going to leave you in the lurch. You're not? Oh, oh thank you, Fog. Yes, Dave. I'm going to need a butt for my jokes when I introduce the new breakfast show. <laughs> Morning Fog with Foglem from Krampus III. Yes, henceforth, you'll be known as a uh, uh, Tragedy Dave. Tragedy Dave? But you'll have to be mute as you're not allowed to broadcast anymore. Uh, what about me? I'm miserable, Albert. Not him. Oh, Albert, I have a plan for you too. Pasty deliverer. Don't worry, you'll only have to work mornings. Mornings? What are they? The rest of the airways will be filled with me 24 hours a day. Mid-morning, the fog lifts. Lunchtime. Uh, uh, don't missed lunch. <laughs> uh, I'll work on that title. And in the evening, uh, uh, fog in the evening, I suppose. I'll even broadcast my snoring to soothe our listeners to sleep. <laughs> but, Mr Health and Safety, isn't there anything I can do to help change your mind? So I'll even tidy up, if necessary. Can't you see what a disaster you're creating? Well, really. We will return. Soon. Please. You don't know what you're doing. I'll do anything. Anything? Anything? Yes, anything. 
Perhaps he can help us. Find another miscreant. A more dangerous criminal. Yes, yes, anything. Please don't take Gamma Radio away from me, please. Hmm. Where is Harry Hedgefund? Harry Hedgeman. What? Him? Uh, I've no idea. He's not been seen these past couple of weeks since we exposed the dangers of his mushroom empire. Campaigners have been camped outside his mansion and factory, but no one's seen him. Unfortunate. Most unfortunate. Of little help to us. No, wait, we can find him. Uh, do we really need to... But please, please, just give me a chance. Very well. One chance you have. Listeners, I appeal to you. If I have ever entertained you for even just one split second, then please call us. Tell us where Harry Hedgefund is. The future of light entertainment in the wasteland is at stake. Or, alternatively, don't bother. <gasps> the choice is clear. Who doesn't want the sound of my rich and luscious timbre soothing your eardrums 24 hours a day? Fog, this is my life we're talking about here. Call in, listeners. Save the show. <clears throat> well, looks like it's going to be Fog all the way from now on. <laughs> no, Fog, look, look, someone's calling in. I'm calling in response to your distress call. You cry for help. I just wanted to say to Mr. Alf in safety, you cruel swines, you're making a mistake. You can't take Dave off and leave Fog to run the airwaves. Oh, thank you. Thank you, sir. Take them both off. They're both as bad as each other. Thank you. No, you bastard. Yeah, I, I concur. Next caller. There's something happening on the moors. I mean the castle. Henrietta Nugget. Oh, there's no time for your brand of overinflated hype pumping. The future of the show. Oh, shut up and you might just learn something, you rude media stooge. There's her happenings up at the castle. The Baron himself is officiating the most official corporate event of the century, culminating in a new mouth-watering product from none other than... Who? Who? Harry Edgefund himself. <gasps> He's at the castle. Thought you'd like that news. Should have listened to old Henry Atterwood. That's fantastic news. Did you hear that, Mr. Health and Mr. Safety? We found him. He's in his... They've, they've, um, they've gone. Nope. Sorry, lads. Kick me banjo again. Real musicians don't keep their instruments on the floor, you wannabe pop-tart. Wait, wait. Come back. We found him. They left ages ago, Dave, you idiot. Yeah, what's this say? They've left behind a note. What's this say, then? Um, give me that. Not a word of this to Dave. He, um, he'll be devastated. Come back! <laughs> Any luck, Dave? Did you see them? No! They vanished into thin air! And then Madame Butterfly turned up. She must have chased them away, or... You don't think she... Oh. Oh, dear, Dave. Uh, 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 no, I don't think so. We would have heard the screams. <laughs> no, I'm sure everything is going to be fine. Absolutely fine. Oh, no. What have they come back? I'm finished! Well, it looks to me like there's only one thing we can do. We need to get up to the castle and find Harry Hedgefund and report this story. It's our duty as broadcasters to cover this event as best we can, because, um, well... You never know when a broadcaster's career will end, do you? Oh, no! Uh, not that I'm saying your career is ending, but you should just do every show as if it is your last. Uh, I mean, we should do every show as if it is your last. Oh. oh! Now come on, Dave, time to step up to the plate and gorge yourself in a sweet slice of broadcast pie. What? Uh, never mind, let's just go. Albert, 
Stick an ad for Tom, will you? Whilst we run to the castle. Uh, will do. We are gathered here today to mark the passing away of... Shut up! You, Mona, how much is this funeral costing you? What? Uh, 30 tins of beans. 30 tins? That's just for this generic holy man. How dare you? What about the coffin? How much for the hole in the ground? Have you even considered the price of sandwiches these days? What the hell are you going to serve if you can't afford morning sardines? I say, catering is included. Shut up! <coughs> the funeral industry is ripping people off. Left, right and centre. It's a disgrace. Costs have skyrocketed thanks to unscrupulous business practices like making death certificates mandatory and requiring that corpses be carried on dog cows when it's cheaper to just drag them through the streets yourself. Uh, uh, well, what would you suggest? Shut up! <coughs> well, I'm glad you asked. There's only one company sticking up for the little guy. Cash to Ash. For only two tins per week, paid every week until the day you die, we will provide a sustainable, cost-effective, respectful finale to your existence, providing peace of mind to your loved ones. Don't take my word for it. Step over here and see for yourselves. Oh. Our cost-saving measure include communal funerals like this one, once a month. Just hold on to your loved ones until the first of the month and we'll drag them off to the beautiful pit of internal rest. Our clerk then says a few words. Dear friends, it's time for you to weep and cry, light the flames and say bye-bye. All done. And that, my friends, is that. Who wants to sign up? Me. My time is nigh. How old are you? 41. Nah, not you. Uh, uh, what about you? I'm 23. Perfect. Sign right here. Cash to ash. Give it a bash. Welcome back, listeners. You join us live at the Baron's Castle. Again, uh, but this time, we're not prisoners. We're interested members of the press trying to locate a dangerous corporate fugitive. Are we? I think this is just a press conference, Dave. Harry Hedgefund, disgraced entrepreneur, has something to say. Well, whatever. Listeners, let me tell you, there's a real carnival atmosphere here. Dave, have you ever been to a real carnival? Uh, no. Well, for your information, Dave, they are, well, quite like this. <clears throat> uh, yes, listeners, we've got cockfighters, hot sausage vendors. Aren't they the same thing? Trumpet blowers, chicken chokers, coconut whackers... Lollipop men! Uh, look at that, Dave. People are giving them money, just chucking beans at their feet. Ow! <sighs> you should suffer for your art. Oh, we do suffer for your art, Fog. Anyway, uh, excuse me, madam. We're from Gamma Radio. Have you got anything to say about today's event? Have you got any thoughts on what Harry Hedgefund might say? Oh, yes. It's a lovely day, isn't it? I can't wait to hear him announce his new range of electric dung cows. Electric dong cows? Where did you hear that? Oh, nowhere. I just made it up. Makes me feel better about myself. I have such a dreadful life. Do you want to hear about it? Uh, no. Thank you. Goodbye. Holy mother fog, these people are mad. Mad! Calm down, Dave. Let me speak to one. You just try to remain calm. Mm. This might be your last show. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> uh, just try and retain some dignity. <laughs> Uh, you there with the arse trunk. Don't you mind, I'm doing headstands. Y yes, have you got a minute? What do you make of all this then? What do you think of Harry Hedgefund? Oh, I knew him when we were in the Wastelanders Against Seriously Toxic Environments group. Uh, the group didn't last very long. Our first meeting descended into acrimony and recrimination. 
Such good days. Lovely fella, Edgeman, but turned out to be a bit of a stinker, didn't he? <laughs> I'm hoping he will renounce his evil ways and apologise for all the terrible things he's done. <laughs> Fat chance. What makes you so optimistic? Well, looking around, he'll have a riot on his hands if he doesn't. Naughty boy. <laughs> Don't be daft, man. He's giving out free mushroom sausages. He's already got them on his side. Well, as my old mum used to say, a sausage in the hand dumped me nothing in the bush. What? Oh, whatever. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> yes, Dave, you're right. They are mad. That's what I was saying. Let's talk to someone we know is sane. Yes, yes, all right. Uh, me! Interview me about love and um, owning a cafe. No, not you, you mad fish. Uh, I'm the only sane one here. Talk to me about my new book. An in-depth analysis from the secret government of the breadmen and what it means to us. Breadmen? Get away, you stupid drip of slime. Is there anyone sane here we can interview? I'm a convicted cycle peddler. I make ropes up me nostril hairs. I believe in the melon gods. Paul Potter's me auntie. What? No, no, you're all stuck raving mad, the lot of you. No, I'm not. Chris Packett. Are you sure you're not mad, Chris? You strike me as one of the tinfoil hat brigade. All of my wild conspiracy theories have been proven to be true. Oh, he's got a point. Yes, fine. In the absence of anyone with half a brain, we'll settle for you. What on earth are you doing here, Packet? I thought you hated Hedgeman. I've actually known him since he turned up in Lower Spittle three years ago. Yeah, he was full of piss and vinegar back then. A man without direction. Abandoned by his community. Lost all his wealth. Sold a pack of lies or something. You know how it is. Frosting and raging he was. Was he? Seems quite amenable to me. Well, that's because I saw his potential. Out then channel his anger in a positive direction to work for the good of the earth and revitalise the wasteland in an ethical and cruelty-free way. Really? Because it seems to me he was only out for number one. Well, he had to afford it out a couple of years back. He thought he was better than the rest of us. Started trying to lord it over us like some bigwig from Long Gong. Oh dear. So he started to go bad that long ago? Yes, we've known for years that he's a bad egg. But it's all coming out now. Everyone is starting to realise he's got very good PR. On the surface, he's an environmentally conscious businessman doing his best for the community. But everyone can see him for what he really is. A money-grabbing, two-faced, shallow-hearted charlatan who wants nothing more than to gain power through financial gains like the shithouse capitalist that he is. In short, a bastard. Well, it takes all sorts, doesn't it? Don't take his side, Fog. What he's doing is clearly very dangerous. He must be stopped for the good of Lois Spittle. For the good of Mother Earth herself. For the good of... Your job, Dave? My job? Uh, yes. Uh, will you help us, Chris? Shut up, Dave. Something's happening. Look, look, up there on the balcony. Ladies and gentlemen, mutants and whatever you are, pray silence for the Baron. Hello, plebs. You're wondering why you're here. Are we? Silence. As you all know, terrible things have been happening in our town. A very naughty man has been stuffing you with dangerous mushrooms. As your belligerent ruler, I have been personally looking into it. And I can assure you, everything is fine now. As for the very lovely health and safety people from Longdong, I can give you my assurance that everything is fine now and you can go home and report a job well done. 
There's no need to close Lois Spittle and confiscate my assets. Without further ado, with a full and frank and honest explanation of everything that's happened here, here is Harry Hedge Fund. Good evening, Lois Spittle. I'm so very sorry that so many of you have suffered much confusion about the truth surrounding this matter. Whilst it might have been true that some people could have possibly suffered a mild reaction to a single batch of bad mushrooms, please rest assured that we have punished an individual who may have been responsible and have reviewed all of our safety protocols and have now put one in place. Each mushroom is tested in our myceliaminator, and our taste testers have so far experienced no ill effects. Thank you for all being so understanding. Now we're all friends, I, I have another announcement to make. As a special thank you to the people of Lower Spittle, and especially our beloved Baron, who has been very accommodating during this misunderstanding, I'd like to present to you our latest product line, the King Chanterelle Souffle en Croute. Hey, what does that even mean? Oh, it's just posh talk for a mushroom sandwich. Made of the finest cuts of mushroom from our very own plantations on the moors, distilled for hours in a crucible of fire, rolled out, folded, and platted into the delectable creation you see before you now. There are over 100 mushrooms in every dish. Baron, my gift to you. Please take the first bite of the ultimate fungal dish in all of gastromania. Don't mind if I do. Oh, you don't hold back, do you, my lord? We don't want more mushrooms. What about my Leonard? His bun's still smooth as an egg. Boo! Boo! We want justice, not King Shantytown on toast. Well, I can see you're all very excited. Let me finish with my final exciting announcement. I've signed a deal with the Baron for Sportech Incorporated to become the sole provider of food to the town of Lower Spittle. Buttons for breakfast, lion's mane for lunch, and stinkhorn for supper. We can shut down the farms immediately. No more nasty veg animals. We will close all superfluous eating houses and corner shops. But what about our jobs, you might ask? Well, you can all come and work on the mushroom farms for me. Winners all round! Rubbish! I don't want a job. No, no. They're poisonous. They're deadly. I've told you, we've reviewed our processes. Uh, they are perfectly safe. Uh, just look at the Baron. He's just had a whole plateful. Baron? Your Barony? Does his Baroness require the use of his flip-top bum drop? Your Baroness! Guards! Guards! Scoop up what you can and take him to the royal chambers. You... You did this! No. No, they told me. Everything had been tested. I don't understand. A 
barons melted. Ladies and gentlemen, as celebrity charlatan Harry Hedgefund was addressing the crowd, the baron, after eating his latest culinary creation of doom, proceeded to devolve into a hideous, steaming, separating morass of flesh before our very eyes. Yes, it really has put me off my dinner. Just a few dry crackers for me tonight, Dave. Never mind your dinner. The crowd's against him. He's finally going to be brought to justice. Excuse me, excuse me. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm anxious to see justice done as much as you, but please remember, we've got a treatment for this. I'm still waking out the Baron. This is the last time Ari will poison anyone. Now calm down. The courts will see justice done. Th- th- there's nowhere for him to hide this time. We're all witnesses. Only bloodthirsty Neanderthals engage in mob justice. Mob justice? Bloody right! Get him! He's getting away! Come on! Uh, listeners, Dave has taken it upon himself to lead the charge of this bloodthirsty mob, abandoning the show to me. Hedgeman's not particularly interested in speaking to the crowd anymore, and has scarped back into the castle. Leave our town alone! Give us back our jobs! Give me back my show! Health and safety! Come and get him! Uh, well, they all seem to be very interested in pursuing this miscreant. Yes, yes, they're hammering on the doors to the keep now. And Dave appears to be trying to chew his way through the wood. Dave! Dave, what are you doing? <laughs> you heard health and safety? We've got to get Hedgeman, or my career is over! Ah. Well, perhaps now is the time to tell you, Dave, about the uh, hilarious misunderstanding. You'll laugh when I tell you... Back! Everybody get back! Step away from the doors. Constable Lastic, form a barrier. Right, Sarge. Oh, listeners, the party pooper guards have just arrived. Looks like they're going to put a stop to the mob. Just as it was getting interesting. Too bloody right. This isn't justice. Things have to be done properly. Well, that's easy for you to say. You haven't got time to kill on the airwaves. Right, listen, you lot. That's enough. There's no way we're going to let you smash these doors down. Keith only just finished painting them. Give us a second. Here's the keys. Keith? There you go, Sarge. And there you go. I'll let you in on one condition. Don't steal anything. Oh, and when you find him, clean up after yourselves. Now have fun. Off you go. Well, this is the most well-mannered bloodthirsty mob I've ever been a part of. It's a testament to the sophistication of Spitolian society, I say. Oh, look at those candles. I'm having it. The mob have now moved into the entrance hall, and a bloody splendid reception this is! They've got a shandy beer on the ceiling, great paintings of posh-looking toffs on the walls, carpets, and drapings of cloth all over the place. People are nosing around. Half of them seem to be more interested in the furnishings and finding hedgemen, looking in cupboards and pocketing things left, right, and centre. Ooh, that's nice. <clears throat> oh, and there's Dave frantically running around, looking behind curtains and in cupboards. Dave! Are you presenting the show or what? Stop frolicking with the plebs. We've got to find him. He must be here somewhere. I really should mention that note health and safety left. Uh, what is the meaning of this intrusion? What do you think? Guided tours are on Wednesdays. This is treason. No. Well, the Chamberlain seems a little upset with our arrival. Uh, excuse me. Uh, the mob is here for traditional wasteland justice, your eminence. They witness the atrocities committed against his portliness's corpulence and are rather hoping for a good stringing up. <laughs> There'll be no stringing up of anybody. Lord Chamberlain, I beseech you, this crowd is on the edge of committing a vicious murder. Look, Mum, a real chair. Don't get used to it. There's no chairs where we come from. Do you reckon the Baron has shoes? I'd like to see his shoes. 
Well, the Baron must eat off this table. Uh, bloodthirsty mob. Yeah, no, we have to find this man and bring him to justice before emotions boil over and everyone does something they will regret. Oh, I see. So this is a demonstration of loyalty to the Baron. Don't touch that. Sorry. Oh, well, I'd rather put a different complexion on this intrusion. The Baron is currently resting in <clears throat> a somewhat liquid state in the Royal Bath. Yes, of course, we must apprehend this treacherous villain at once. I believe the miscreant fled to the upper reaches of the castle keep. This way, everybody. In an orderly fashion, please. Follow me this way. Firstly, we enter the portrait gallery. As you can see, we have portraits of the blessed family who have for generations been the custodians of the county of Greater Spittle. Here is the first baron, who was appointed by the great warlord King Timmy nearly 200 years ago, shortly after the Big Bangs. You can see the characteristic caterpillar-shaped nose, believed initially to be caused by radiation, which has now continued down the line of the blessed family. A true mark of a gentleman. Oh, it does look like a caterpillar. We haven't got time for it all. We need to get to Hedgefund. We must go slowly. We've only recently had the floor waxed. I shall not be bullied by media types. Now, on your left, you can see the entrance to the Baron's treacle baths. And on your right, you can see the Baron's special shouting room. Acoustically treated to provide the most angry reverberations for the Baron's pleasure. Ah, here we've come to the centerpiece. The Grand Smash Staircase. Constructed from over 5,000 sachets of reconstituted potato, it sets like cement, you know. It's actually holding the rest of the building up. Now, if you'll follow me up the stairs. There he is, on the landing. Get him, everyone. Don't you take another step, or I'll shoot. Hedgeman is at the top of the stairs, threatening to shoot people with uh, what appears to be a sharpened broomstick. You can't shoot me with a broomstick. Get back, I say. Get back. He's swinging it around wildly, trying to keep the crowd at bay. Ooh, ooh, it slipped from his hand and is hurtling out over the crowd. He's managed to hit the chandelier. It's falling. Oh, Mother, look at that posh candle holder. Why is it getting closer? Mother! Murder! Murder! <laughs> You're a fine one to talk, Dave. It was an accident. You made me do it. Oh. He's getting away! I got everybody to try to keep their head. Tell that to mother. There's his roll down corridor. Pick me up, you ungrateful wretch. To the upper floors. Charge! Mind the banisters. Don't scuff the carpets. Don't get blood on the furnishings. And they're off. In the lead is Dave there, running up the stairs on his hands and knees like a madman, followed closely by Chris Packett, who's doing his best to calm down the mob without much success. The rest of the pack are close behind, various members of the public banging and crashing off each other's shoulders. And keeping up in the rear, we have a load of vagabonds, and of course, my good self keeping an eye on the proceedings. Far behind is the elderly Lord Chamberlain, his wizard sleeves flapping wildly in desperate pursuit of the mob. We're racing across the landing in hot pursuit of Hedgefund, who is grabbing candles off the walls and flinging them left and right at the crowd as he runs past. He's disappeared into a side room and shut the door behind him. Dave is ineffectually shoulder-barging the door. He can't get through. The rest of the crowd are joining in. 
and they're through the first get hurdle. Back. Get back, ripped from the door, oh, and the crowd were all trying to squeeze through at once. Oh, oh, I can see through the door that uh, that hedgeman is swinging something wildly in the room, and the crowd are backing out of the door. They've reversed course. What confusion! We've got half the crowd trying to get in and half trying to get out. What is happening? Oh, oh. Oh, the dam has burst and the mob are streaming back into the corridor. Dave is the last to leave with a big swipe of what appears to be tomato sauce on his face. That's because Hedgeman is swinging a string of sausages around his head like a whip. I probably caught Dave one around the chops. Oh, oh, they realised due to my very loud analysis that his weapon is nothing but a pork cylinder rope and are charging back in. Somebody bite oh, it. The Baron's third favourite second floor kitchen. Get out of there, all of you. The mob are paying no heed to the Chamberlain whatsoever and are piling in. Yes, I can see Hedgeman trying to keep them at bay with his pig whip. There's no escape from the mob for Hedgeman. Oh, oh, he's got it caught on a shandy beer. He's climbing on the countertop to free it, but no, no, he's taking a leap. He's swinging out over the crowd. Oh, that was painful. He just booted me in the face. He's scarfing out the door. Out of the way, Fog. And Dave is hot on his heels, bowling most of the mob over like Skittles as he continues the pursuit. Oh, come on, Fog, we've got to stop him before it's too late. No, he hasn't got anywhere to run to. There's no rushes there. Not Edgebund. Dave, he's going to kill him. Oh, don't worry, Dave had never heard the ratings. But, but fine, come on then. Off we go again. Chris Packett and I are chasing Dave, who is chasing Hedgefund. The rest of the crowd are somewhat waylaid by the kitchen area. I think I think I heard someone say they'd found the tendergroin lobstrosity steaks and are filling their pockets. Keep up, Fog. They're getting away. I'm commentating for the listeners. We are live, you know. Just hurry up, you stupid twat. Well, really? Right, off we go then. They're heading through the library. Well, come on then. This place is enormous. There's dozens of places to hide. Harry? Harry? Shh! This is a library. A cathedral of culture. Sorry. Harry? Wow. I had no idea the Baron had such an extensive collection. He must be an absolute colossus of cultural appropriation. Look! 101 things to do with a carrot. Which is, uh... Not sure even I'd do that. Uh, what about this one? Naked cookery. Diet edition. Oh. There's no cookery. <clears throat> and this, the acclaimed autobiography of Timmy Mallet. Oh, naked edition as well. Mm, never mind, Fog. Let's find Dave and Edgefin and get them out of here before someone gets hurt. Gotcha. Ah! Oh, oh, Fog, I'm sorry. I thought I caught him. What did you just hit me with? Um, big knobs and bumsticks. The sexy witch manual. Ah, a teenage finger-flapping classic. Well, it bloody hurt. Never mind. Where's Hedge Fund? I'm an innocent man. I didn't hurt anyone. I've been framed. You think, Dave? He's, uh... You endangered the entire town with your deadly mushrooms. Then you covered it up. You don't understand. There's more to this than... The things I've seen. You're driven by greed. And you're driven by... Uh, why do you hate me anyway? Oh, it's nothing personal. Uh, health and safety want your head. Or my show gets cancelled. There are more important things at stake here than your life. So you're driven by a, a lust for fame? Uh, uh, no, that's me, actually. Well, what then? I'm driven by the good cheer and positivity I spread around the wasteland. Ah, good. You see, we're not so different after all. I want to build a better world, too. It's just that things just keep going wrong. 
for both of us. I may have caused some people some unnecessary hardship, but I've never killed anyone. No, he's got you there, Dave. Oh, shut up, Fog. Harry, look, you've got nowhere to hide. It's over. Now there's a bloodthirsty mob going to arrive here at any minute, and if you're fighting with us, they will tear you to pieces once they finish their volivants. But if you give yourself up, we can save you. Make sure you have a proper trial you can defend yourself at. You might get two years of hard labour, but you'll survive. I'll speak on your behalf. Even Sally's willing to come forward. Surely that's the better option. Listen to reason. I'm your friend, Harry. Oh, Chris. After everything, you're still so naive. Looking on the bright side. Don't you see? I tried. I tried to do it your way. Try to make a difference. But waving placards will only get you so far. Well, not as far as the grave, which is where your path's taking you. <sighs> is there any in here? No, no, we've... Uh, what are you looking for? Toilet roll. And there is plenty in here. Come in, everyone. No, 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 we've got hedge fund. Oh. Oh. He's in here, everyone. The mob's back on. Hooray! Let's get him. No, 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 no. What are you doing? Stop right there, you lot. We're just having a little chat. Don't anybody step any closer until we've got this figured out. Oh. Look, Harry. There's no escape. Just come down here quietly and it'll all be over. They're not going to kill you. I won't let them. Kill him? Who wants to kill him? Oh, I never did. I didn't know what we was running for in the first place. I was just joining in. Nah, killing him seems like a lot of effort. I'm just going to give him a peace of my mind. That's a sample, you know. I'm selling it off uh, cheap. It was that Dave that wanted to kill him. Well, but, but what about health and safety? Oh, yes. Uh, about that. <laughs> uh, turns out, you're going to laugh, Dave, uh, that they're, they're fine. They don't care about the show. Look, they left this note. Dear Mr. Davidson, we are no longer interested in your health and safety record. All charges against you have been dropped, and we will no longer be pursuing you for information. And you can continue with your show. But, but, but where did this come from? Hmm. How long have you known? Well, just before we left the studio, if you must know. <gasps> you, you, you! Bastard! Well, well, you seem to be having such a jolly good time. I, I, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Shut up, Dave. <laughs> Sit on the floor and be quiet. <laughs> Harry, you see? No one wants to kill you. Come out and show yourself. I promise you won't be armed. <gasps> Here he is, listeners. Silhouetted ominously against the stained glass window, perched upon the catwalk. I'm trusting you, Packet. You all solemnly swear that... I won't be harmed. Oh, and, right. and you, Lord Chamberlain, what charges will I face if I come quietly? Oh, Dr. Malady has just informed me that the Baron has begun recovering and will be back to his normal self in a few weeks. I've been authorized to reduce the charges to merely meddling with his Lordship's diet. And what's the penalty for that? Oh, probably just a smacked bottom. Lucky bastard. All right. All right. You've won. I'll come down. Yes, Harry. <gasps> it's over. There's nowhere to run. It's them. It's health and safety. Where? Up there, look. On the catwalk. <gasps> They've trapped him. There's no escape from now. Yes. Come down with us, Harry. Or is it Harry? Who, Who are you? You can't Harry hedge fund. Local activist. Local businessman. Or traitor to the cause. 
It's, it's you. No, it can't be. Everybody but me was killed, but you, you must have arrived after. It was you all along. You're the saboteurs. What? Uh, what are they talking uh, about, Fog? No, I don't know, Dave. It's health and safety gone mad. Uh. Shut up. No, no. How did you find me? I changed my name 15 times. You proved elusive. Very hard to find. You forgot your mission. Set your own objectives. Turned to personal greed. And glory. You revealed yourself through hubris. Who's hubris? And now we have you. You'll never take me alive, you bastards. Step down. No, I won't. The only way is down. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The only way is down. No, don't do it! He's jumped out the window! Well, fine. That's the end of him, then. Is he dead, then, Elf and Safety? Why are they just staring out of the window? Well, they're probably thinking of all the paperwork they'll have to fill out. Um, so, what does this mean for... um... A serious incident. An incident of much seriousness. Investigations must commence. Interference will not be tolerated. This town... Is in... Lockdown! Lockdown. Oh, no! Uh, uh, What does that mean? I don't know, Dave, but loud sirens and barking dogs aren't usually a good sign. Well, 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 stay tuned, folks. Uh, We'll be back soon with um, um, uh, more, uh, I suppose. Uh, Stay in your homes. Uh, or, Or don't. Oh, I don't know. Oh, come on, Dave. We need to go. We're going. We're going. Quickly. Bye. Come on. 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 Come on.